I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today we have three stories for you guys, as well as a couple mini stories. Let's jump into it. So for our first mini story, I wanted to let you guys know that the floods we mentioned yesterday that are really affecting like upstate New York, well, they're now really affecting Vermont as well. They are sweeping through Vermont. So I just wanted you guys to know that the scale of what's going on is growing so that you're up to date. I also wanted to let you guys know that right as I was headed to record this, I saw that one of the Manson family girls who helped commit the murder was let out on parole um, after serving a long time, decades in in prison. So I'm going to dive into that story as a longer story on tomorrow's episode. So you can, uh, you know, plan to start with that tomorrow morning because that's definitely in need of some backstory. Um, So it's going to be a longer one and we'll start with that tomorrow. Okay, and for our first longer story, I did want to talk about Trump's lawyers asking a judge to postpone their documents trial indefinitely. So I feel like when you're not used to experiencing consequences for your actions, accountability can feel like persecution. And there's no better example of this than the way that Trump and his team behave in the judicial system. To ask that a federal case of this magnitude just get pushed off with no end date in sight is Kind of like being asked to be let off the hook. And I hope to dear God that that will not be allowed by the judge. The American people want and deserve answers here on this subject. But at the end of the day, it is to Trump's benefit to play this court case out as long as possible. And the more time spent spinning their wheels in court and putting off a trial, the less the American people will know about his role in this scandal. He's probably hoping to tie up the court with this exact type of runaround that they never will really expect to be fruitful, but it will help them to run out the clock. Now, this puts Judge Aileen Cannon in the hot seat, you guys. She has to rule on this ridiculous request. She is a known fan of President Trump, but approving a motion this absurd would probably make her look bad because it would look like she can't be impartial. Regardless of what she decides, it's likely to set the tone for the remainder of these proceedings. I also wanted to note that the filing of this motion was submitted 30 minutes before the deadline. So that kind of makes it seem like the Trump camp is still kind of trying to get their ducks in a row and decide 
what to do next, kind of measure their next moves. It will definitely be interesting to see what happens next and how things play out. Stay tuned. And next up for today, the SAG president is in hot water. So as you guys know, we have been covering the Hollywood writers strike since it began, and they are quickly speeding towards a pivotal moment in negotiations with the studios. Now is the biggest moment that they have had in decades, and yet the writers union president, Fran Drescher, took time off to do what? To jet set off to Italy for the Dolce & Gabbana fashion show. This was obviously a bad look for the leader who should be waging a war on behalf of the writers who keep her employed, by the way. Instead, it looks like she is just shirking her responsibilities at a very pivotal moment. She posed for pictures with Kim Kardashian making kissy faces in ball gowns. Yeah. The SAG leadership has tried to play defense on Fran's behalf, emphasizing that she is still very much engaged in the important negotiations, but there's just no fighting that image of her posing with Kim K while writers are begging for healthcare coverage and more than mere pennies on their residuals. And the clock is really ticking here, you guys. This is a very time-sensitive subject, and that's important to understand. The deal with the studios expires July 12th. Oh, yeah, that's today. So this was an incredibly distasteful move by the president to head off to Italy for something like a fashion show, even just from a purely appearances standpoint rather than logistical. I mean, There may have been nothing that she could have been doing back at home during that time. I'm not sure, but it still makes it look like she's not taking things seriously when the writers have a ton riding on her work, a lot to lose. If this deal does not go through today, the writers and some prominent actors too will begin an industry-wide strike, the first of its kind since 1980. So there's a lot on the line here, you guys. As one senior executive at a member studio put it, quote, how tone deaf can you be? End quote. We will definitely keep you guys posted on how things shake out today. And for our final story today, summer heat killed over 61,000 people in Europe last year, you guys. So I wanted to make sure you all were aware one of the climate crises symptoms global warming, is already claiming the lives of tens of thousands of human beings. A study conducted in Europe revealed that 61,000 humans in Europe alone died from summer heat waves last year. That's in one year, you guys. One summer, just in Europe, 61,000 people. So think about how many people probably died of heat globally. I mean, Europe is not even close to one of the hottest climates. So let your mind wander there for a second. The majority of people who died too, I thought this was very interesting and very important to understand. They were not men working out in the heat. They were mostly women, women over the age of 80. And they kind of dug into why that might be. And their reasoning was that 
because women live longer, there are just more women existing over the age of 80, but that the elderly are the most affected by the heat. Of course, the countries hit worst were Portugal, Spain, and Italy, which is expected because those are some of the hottest European countries. This summer was also set to be worse because temperatures are already setting record highs and we are also experiencing what is known as an El Nino weather pattern. USGS.gov defines an El Nino as, quote, a warming of the ocean surface or above average sea surface temperatures in the central and eastern tropical Pacific Ocean, end quote. And basically, an El Nino will cause a wide range of destructive weather patterns. El Ninos only happen every two years to a decade, and we haven't had one in the past four years. According to the National Weather Service, El Nino brings a much more wet summer, basically increased chance of flooding and mudslides. It also brings an increase in wet weather events such as tropical storms and hurricanes. A lot of cities across Europe have put extreme heat plans into place and the study found that these plans are actually making a slim difference. So leaning into those measures is probably what's going to help us combat these deaths. They also found that the biggest issue in preventing heat-related deaths is increasing access to air conditioning, period. It seems obvious, but make sure that you guys check on your elderly friends, family, and neighbors, especially the women, and make sure that they are taking care of themselves in the heat. I know Europe and a lot of other places in the world are less likely to have air conditioning versus here in the U.S., but it is just a really dangerous time to be exposed to the heat. So everyone, please stay safe. And again, check on your family, friends, and neighbors. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.